Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout, alongside Garrett Jacobs Meyer, Joey Nagel, Alex Jefferson. How are we doing, boys? What up, what up, what up, what up? Hi, we're back. Y'all hear that? That is the sock train rolling into the station. Choo choo! Get off the tracks. <laughs> the train is on fire. Choo choo! <laughs> you guys see the Amtrak that derailed today? Choo choo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, the Red Sox are very hot. They are literally on fire in fuego. Um, they're like the flaming hot Cheetos. You got the crumbs everywhere. It's a giant mess. Um, <laughs> but it's it's gross. It's awesome. It's awesome though. Um, we haven't recorded in a little bit. I got COVID again. I can't hear it on my radio. It's fine. The Sox, after being ten and nineteen, have gone thirty-one and twelve. Heck yeah, man. That's just insane. Um, they have. We were talking earlier in this season about how the Red Sox just could not win a series to save their life. Like, they literally lost every single series or tie. They just could not win a series. Well, now they've, uh, in this span that I just mentioned, they've won 11 series. They've only lost one series, and they've tied only two series. They've also won seven series in a row. Yeah, they've won seven games in a row and seven series in a row. They are averaging 5.76 runs per game in this span, which is the best in the MLB. They have a 8.15 OPS in this span, which is the best in the MLB. And they've climbed up to second in the division. Woo! They also have like 30 more doubles than any team in the entire league. They're a double machine. They are in a wild card spot. They have the second best run differential in the American League, better than Houston, better than Minnesota. Like, it is kind of unbelievable how much they've turned their season around. Like, yeah. earlier All in the I'm season, saying is that division is not out of play yet. Okay. <laughs> it's 11 games. Yeah. It's 11 games. Actually, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. We, we, were 11 we games. had a 10-game lead, or maybe it was even 11 this time last year, and we... And we yeah. blew it. Well, yeah. and we were we, we were tw- we, we were twenty something games behind the Rays and Blue Jays, and we passed them. Or like ten, and then like also 10. twenty plus like twenty for the Yankees. Now we're only ten or eleven. I mean, yeah. There. yeah, you're not wrong. And <laughs> the other thing is, in the AL specifically, even we do have the best division in the AL. AL greater with this added expanded playoff type beat. We are. It's helpful to put yourself in perspective. Of the entire league. We are. I don't the know. The sixth Th- best team in baseball record-wise. And those teams that we have to compete with for those spots in the AL are, are the Guardians and Beat the them. Twins. Beat them. Guardians we just swept. Well, you got Tampa um, Bay and Toronto in the same division. Whatever. For we'll talk Tampa, about that later. Tampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Tampa's beat up, though. Yeah. They're hurt. Yeah, but you got the Guardians, the White Sox, the Rangers, the Angels. White Sox have been disappointing. The Rangers have been underwhelming. Uh, Yeah, we're without a doubt better than all those teams. I think our biggest threat in the wild card race is probably Tampa Bay and Toronto. But even if both those teams make it, we still make it too because there's three wild card spots. So it's also very nice to understand that when those team two teams are your ones you're competing against, um, 
you control your destiny a little bit more than these random teams that you don't see as much. You have the ability to be two games down with a four-game series and reasonably expect to pass them if your teams were good enough. Yeah. Which is also cool. We're well, also... Especially tonight, because this is the first of, of... A long stretch of AL East play. 20 of your next 23 games are against the AL East. Why is the schedule designed that way? The schedule's designed so weird. We haven't played know. the Yankees since the opening series. We have s Here's the thing. We have 16 games left against the Yankees. Yeah. Like, we... The Yankees have been incredible, and we just have not played them. We have no clue how so, we stack up against them. Okay, so here's what you gotta do. You win those 16 games against the Yankees, you have a five-game lead on them. There we go. That easy. Just do that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's do it. We're also starting to finally get some respect from the MLB. They I move, don't want the respect. I don't care. No, but they, you, know, you know what's crazy? They moved us up from 13 to 8 on the power rankings. We're still behind the Blue Jays. Let's show them this tonight. series should dictate how that yeah, goes. We'll, we'll yeah. see about that. And Be I, I do have did have some very hot takes about the Blue Jays at the beginning of the season, and I'm gonna feel really good when the Red Sox pass them. Oh, well, they, they already, already passed. passed. They already did. Yeah. When the yeah. Red Sox there you extend, go. You lengthen their stride on the Blue Jays. Yeah. Oh, another thing I want to mention too is this incredible stretch that we're on. We're doing it without Nathan Evaldi, Kike Hernandez, Facts. Chris Sale, Garrett, James Paxton, Garrett, Garrett Whitlock. Whitlock. Like. That's Who are our impressive. best players right now? Do we want to go down the list? Let's we got a heartthrob Rob Refsnyder out yes, there. Yes, sir. Uh, Jared well, Bear, Jared Duran leading the charge uh, on the leadoff spot. The American man, Tanner Houck. Tan Tan. U.S. only. U.S. only. <laughs> Winky Pinky, Josh Winkowski. Winkle Dooski out there. <laughs> um, oh, Johnny Scribbles. Scribbles himself. The leader of the dance parties after every win. That's right. And they've right. been dancing a lot. We got the seahorse going for us tonight. Seabold. Yep. Yep. Pa oh, Mr. Mr. Big Smooch's Pavetta. Oh yeah, Nicky Smooch's who we thought would not even be like on the team in a few months and now he's just the best pitcher in the world. Um, Michael Waka is one of our best starters. We had no clue that was gonna happen going into this year. Like I think Joey players? said that he was either gonna be the worst or best pitcher on the on the team. I think that oh, was yeah, Joey's I did prediction. Say that. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 very it's definitely one well. of those. There's yeah. still plenty of time. Um it is incredible, the players that have been contributing for the Red Sox. And the thing is, is, like, we haven't even mentioned the fact that, like, Devers is on a, is on a tear. The, fr the ranch man, Franch Cordero, he's been, he's been, Joey, he's, been he's, incredible, yeah. he's good. Well, yeah, he's been good. You yeah. mentioned Rafael Devers, like, that's the other thing, too, is, like, we have these, the I don't want to say, like, lower name players, because let's put some respect on their names, come on. But, like, you still have our stars going off. J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers are all batting well over 300. Well um, over Devers, 300. Or Bogarts and J.D. both have, like, almost 400 OBPs. That is insane. Bogarts, Devers, and Martinez are all top five in Major League Baseball in batting average. There's that. And then... Yeah, Devers is... <laughs> Look at the picture they have for Rafael Devers at number three. Some white dude. Wait, wait, it's wait. a Guardians player. So I don't know who the, that is. Wait, but yeah. Is that Jimenez or whatever his that name looks is? Like Cesar Hernandez. I, well, and, I could and be wrong. anyways, so anyways, like, sorry. The, and then uh, Xander Bogarts' picture is Alejandro Kirk, and uh, <laughs> JD Martinez is uh, Manny Machado. So let's not good job MLB. <laughs> let's also not neglect the fact that like Trevor Story's figured out how to hit with runners in scoring position, leads the team in RBIs, just hit fifty. With more than half of the season to go on yeah. pace for over 100, which you love to see. 
This team isn't like hitting as many home runs as like the Yankees or like whoever like the power team. You're never going to hit as many home runs as the Yankees when you play in an actual baseball <laughs> freaking park. Don't ever expect to hit as many home runs as the Yankees. And you know what? That's why they always pitter out in the playoffs because they don't have to get to play in that park all the time. Hey, the Yankees finally gotten a hit yet? They did. Yes, they did. They actually won. They won Wait, that they game. Won that game. <laughs> they won that wow. game. They lost to Houston after going. It would it must have been eight innings. Four, four, it's seven, all right though. Seven it's innings. A, Aaron Judge did it. He's no, carried like their team, but he's not going to be there next year. Well, yeah, but it was sixteen total. No, he's so he's going to no be. He's going to be in New York. Yeah, he signed. He, he's a, playing for the Mets. He's a, he the next game and then they signed something. Yeah, they won that. That's messed up. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, Aaron Judge is staying in New York for the rest of his life, but I can't wait to see him don those blue pinstripes with the sure? Mets next year. Yeah. Fair. No, he's going to the Sox, <laughs> dude. Yeah. They were he's talking about fan. that on the radio. They were like, um, they should let Bogarts go for Aaron Judge, and um, I <laughs> grossly— <laughs> like an MLB The Show thing. I grossly <laughs> disagree because uh, they're both the same age. The, they're um, Judge is going to give you more power. Bogarts Judge is, is going to get on base better. Why would you not him. keep your homegrown talent? Because well, he's leaving. Devers is just a, le- a leader in he's, the clubhouse. Like well, he's Bogarts like, is going to require half the amount. Bogarts of money. is. I'm Bogart, sorry, Judge. Okay. I know Bogart, Judge is having is a good true? year, but Judge is still overrated. I know he is. Is that Bo- true? He's injury uh, prone too. Yes, I know, but. Um, well, also, who? Bogarts is absolutely staying. He who is else? staying. Who else on the Does Yankees? Aaron Judge speak four languages? I don't think so. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Go I speak some Dutch, Aaron. For the record, for the record, I am way bigger of a fan of Aaron Judge that after he fixed his teeth. Um, <laughs> Facts. <laughs> good good shout, bro. I'm a, good I'm a shout. tooth gapped up lad myself. However... He looks a lot better, and he has the money to do it. So I was kind of just waiting for him to do it, and he finally did it. So he looks kind of cute now. Whatever. Well, he doesn't have the money to do it. The Yankees won't pay him. <laughs> Poverty franchise. Yeah, didn't yeah. they go to arbitration like three days ago or yep. something? Yep. Like, we'll give you $19 the million. Day that he hit the <laughs> that he hit a walk-off home run or something. Like, it, it was the day after he hit a wa- his second walk, or his first of two walk-off home runs last week. They went to arbitration the next day, and the Yankees had to argue why he's not worth the money. That's such the most. That's such an embarrassing process where you just have to be like, "Yeah, this dude sucks." Like, what's the least amount of money we can give our franchise? He player? sucks. Please stay with us, though. Like, you're in the hearings. Like, yeah, this dude sucks. He can't hit a high fastball. He's bad. He's bad. And then, you, like, two hours later, game time. This is our star. Everybody, buy our tickets to our games. Aaron Judge. Yeah. I've always thought about that. You must <laughs> approach so it as funny. like. Based on league average, his random stat plus should be this. And Dude, they not. tear these guys and apart. Therefore, you they use be. the team psychologist to speak in the arbitration hearings and say stuff like they, they basically like expose his inner like psychological what? secrets to use that against him and, to like, get less like money. Make arguments about their work like, ethic. It gets in stuff? his head that he can't like do this before the game, and then like he's less valuable player because he psychs himself out. On Fridays at three thirty in the afternoon, every time, or whatever, Bro. it's wild. All the stuff that happens in arbitration hearings, sports are wild. Yeah, just all the th- yeah, whatever. Shout out uh, Colorado for winning. Cal McCarr, baby. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, why do you have a UMass <laughs> Amherst penny? Penny. They penny. gave me one. Pennant. Pennant. They gave me one. They gave you one. Yeah. When? Some time. Because um, I, I applied one. there and got in as huh. a transfer. 
Huh. I, n- I never got one. I never <laughs> That's <either>. tough. <laughs> um. Anyways, back to the socks. Should we talk about the pitching? It's been incredible. It has been beyond incredible. You can't even put into words how incredible this pitching staff has been. Considering considering the names on the staff. You know, like if you looked at this team on paper going to the year, you're going to be like, "Ooh, I don't know about that." We were like that. We're like, "I don't know if this rotation has enough depth." You know, you know what I noticed? The bullpen just got significantly better as soon as Matt Barnes faked his injury. Yeah, where's he been? He's been <laughs> on the IL. And he's going to stay there. He's going to stay there. It was funny. I saw a tweet giving injury updates on all the Sox pitchers. And they're like, this dude's going to rehab in Portland. This dude's coming back soon. It's like, Matt Barnes is still in Florida. (laughs) He's not even going to try to rehab. Keep him there. He's done. (laughs) Stay away from the team. Don't don't ruin the chemistry. Yeah. Unfortunately, we still have Ryan Brazier. So once we get rid of him, that'll be be better. People love Ryan Brazier. I will never understand it. Never understand it. I hate him as a person. I hate him as a player. He oh blocked you, didn't he? I don't hate him as no, a No, Matt person. Barnes blocked me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's we should right, love though. everyone. I think you guys need a little bit more path, peace, love, and rock and roll okay. in your lives. Rock and roll. Do you want that or do you want to win games? Yeah, we're trying to win here, Garrett. <laughs> I just want some sausage and onion, man. <laughs> Get it at Fenway. To be honest, although it's taco night. It's taco Monday. night? It's, it's Monday. Taco Monday? That's Sue me. I work <laughs> till 10 tomorrow. I'm eating tacos tonight, and you're going to be fine with it. Um, Speaking of the pitching and, like, guys on the Red Sox, um, Josh Winkowski I want to highlight because he has been really good for us. And this is the dude who came over in the Andrew Benatendi trade where we're like, why do we trade Andrew Benatendi for Franchi Cordero? But then you have to remember that we got That's all these prospects. Whack. That was me who said that, by the That's way, when I was whack. crying on the floor. It's still missing whack. Andrew <laughs> that Benatendi. That was you. That's still but whack. Anyways, Josh Winkowski has been incredible for us. In four games, he's 3-1 and one with a 360 ERA, 145 whip. Uh, yeah, he's just been good. That's including his first start where he was, like, clearly very nervous. He had four walks, gave up, like, what yeah. was it? So forget about that because in the three games, his past three games, he has one walk in each game. Uh, he allowed four runs total in those three starts. Zero against Oakland, two against Detroit, two against Cleveland. He went six and two-thirds against Detroit, which is really good. I feel like our pitching staff, like our starting pitchers, they're starting to go deep into games, especially for Yeah, it, it feels like every every single night the starter's pitching into the seventh with only one or two runs on the board. And when Pavetta's pitching, I feel like he consists – Every single time we watch Pavetta <laughs> pitch, he gets through seven innings, and it's not the question is, uh, or the it's all the question is always, is he going to throw a complete game? Yeah, literally. Because the amount of times that he's pitched into the eighth inning this year, or has been at a yeah. at like ninety pitches through seven innings, is ridiculous. His last three starts: seven innings, seven innings, eight innings. He also had a complete game shutout earlier, so um, that's incredible. Another thing with the pitching. Since June started, I'd say there have been two games where the Red Sox have given up runs that, like, like a concerning amount of runs. One against Seattle where they gave up seven, and one against St. Louis where they gave up 11. Outside of yeah. that, they have not allowed more than five runs in a game. Yeah, I can't really remember a throughout time where they just got blew, blown out by, like, a lot of runs by that throughout the in a while. Since all of, like, all of, all of June. And... Yeah. Like the offense has been good, like it has, but it, I honestly think that the pitching is more attributable, like, has been bigger. I want to. There was some stat that I saw talking about the Red Sox, like uh, starting rotation being one of the best in the league. I'm bad at finding stats. So if you, Alex, if you want to try to see how our starting rotation ranks in the league, I think it's pretty good. 
Um, we've had eight games in June where we've allowed two or less runs across the entire game, which is insane. Yeah. A lot of one-run wins as well because we have ourselves a new closer. Yeah, let's talk Tan -tan. about that. Well, we got well, United our States U.S. only, closer, our yeah. U.S. exclusive closer, Tanner Houck, has been kind of killing it in that role. Um, the, the other day, though, he did load the bases and barely got out of that jam, but that's fine. That's what closers do. Horseshoes and hand grenades, Joey. <laughs> Joey. Jason. Jason. Yes. I Sorry. But, yeah, Tanner Houck <laughs> has been good. Um, uh, so, I like him in the closer role a lot. I think that um, his stuff, as we know, is just filthy. It's electric. Filthy electric stuff. That coming out of the bullpen in the ninth inning is exactly what you're looking for in a closer. Uh, you don't really get that with other guys like, I don't know, Matt Barnes. Um, <laughs> so I, I love seeing that there. And because he has the background of a starter, gives you a little more flexibility. Because I remember, like, the classic Craig Kimbrell thing is if he comes in in the eighth inning for, like, a four-out save, like, he's going to blow the game. He just could not do four-out saves. I feel like Tanner Houck gives the flexibility where he could do that. He do a five-out save. I don't think we should be pushing him to do like six, seven out saves, but, but you know he could. Well, the big thing with Hauk is when he ever since he got into the rotation, the thing with him was he wasn't going to go deep in the games. He was always going to go four or five innings, and he went. He only made it into the sixth inning a handful of times in his career, just because of his stuff. He throws a lot of pitches because he's either going to strike you out or he's going to walk you and. That plays a lot better as a closer because you can just unleash and rely on two pitches. Absolutely. As to when you're a starter, you have to mess around with a third pitch, and you get yourself into trouble that way. But now he's just a sinker slider guy. Throws in the high 90s, like 97, and that slider is obviously devastating. I mean, and he's clear, like he's converted his first six, so he's clearly comfortable. Yeah, um, no, he definitely looks comfortable out there. I don't know what he's really got growing is, on his face. What? That whole mustache goatee thing that he's got going on is a little uh, funky. Uh, get rid of the beard part. Keep the mustache. It'd be like Eck. It's very, like, fluffy. Yeah. Like, it really protrudes well, from his face. think about it like this. Eck was a starter, and then he moved to the bullpen. So, they basically, both Tanner Houck is Dennis Eckersley, yeah, is what you're saying. If he just shaves the beard, he has the mustache, and they both have, like, a three-quarter arm slot. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we I found the next Dennis Eckersley. Everyone Tanner well, Houck has been compared United to is States. insane. Tanner Houck has been compared to Chris Sale, Max Scherzer, and now Dennis Eckersley. Yeah, that's wild. Well, <laughs> he actually is Dennis Eckersley now. So, another um, guy I want to talk about. We mentioned him early, earlier, but I want to highlight him some more. Jaron Duran. This is why I wanted him here, guys. He's batting three twenty-seven this year. He's got four stolen bases because he's the fastest human in the world. He gives you a spark. It's exciting seeing him out there. It's so nice having someone in the leadoff spot with speed. I feel like that's been so long. I feel like it's been since Ellsbury that we've had that. Last yeah. year, guess how many stolen bases the Red Sox had as a team for the season? 12. 40. That was 29th <laughs> in baseball. And this year, your only guy stealing bases was Trevor Story. But now you bring up Duran, and it's a whole new dynamic because when it puts pitchers off balance, it's led to Bogarts and Devers getting a few bags here and there. Like yeah, well, it, it it also it's just the pace of the game. You feel a lot more upbeat when you have guys swiping bags left and right. Are yeah. Bogarts and, and Story not fast? They are. No, no Story's been. Oh, excuse me, yet. not not Story. Um, 
I've Devers seen Devers, I've seen Devers run yeah. sneaky amount for yeah. his size. Um, but what about Bogarts? He's not a big. Bogarts is quick. I wouldn't say he's fast. He's a good base runner. He knows when he can. He he's a strategic base stealer. He, he takes good advantage of yes. the um the the matchups like with their catch with the catch. And then that they're and if you're not careful. Christian Vasquez will steal Absolutely. a base on you. <laughs> yeah. I, that <laughs> Eck loves to talk about how Vasquez led the team in stolen bases last year. Anytime <laughs> he gets the chance, he's like, yeah, Vasquez over there, he led the team in stolen bases last year. Are you kidding me? He's kind of like a horrible base runner, though. He's a terrible he, Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> he thinks he's way faster than he is. He thinks he's prime Ellsbury. He thinks he's Duran. Yeah, it's wild. But yeah, Jaron Duran has been incredible, and like that speed helps you out there in the outfield too. Like he gets the balls that some other guys just won't get to. Yeah, but he's yeah he, he but doesn't. Okay, but he he takes some bad jumps in the outfield. Yeah, he gets honest. bad jumps. He yeah. his speed yeah. definitely like saves him a little bit in terms of like his fielding and his like range. But, but it's okay. It's okay. He's fast. <laughs> um, yeah. So now that we've mentioned a bunch of these guys. It, the problem does kind of come up here when we start talking about, well, what happens when Evaldi comes back and Kike comes back and these guys and Chris come Sale back from being Paxton. injured? What happens to these guys, these younger guys who have been killing it for us? Like It's a good problem to have. And I don't know, to be honest with you. You think? <laughs> I mean, it's nice to see that the young players are playing their way into spots because, like, Winkowski should not be going anywhere. If you send him down, you're just wasting starts. Same with Duran, I think. Yep, absolutely. Well, I mean, especially because Jackie has been terrible. Like, Jackie's hit his cold spot, right? Like, he had his hot streak for a little while. Jackie's cold. There is no reason to have Jackie up in the majors over Jaron there, Duran. There's a reason to have Jackie. He at hits, Fenway Park, at he Fenway is Park. Ted Williams. <laughs> we should just send him down only when we're on the road. Yeah. Can we do that? Well, or like no, every time that we are on the road, list. say he has COVID every yeah. time. Yes, every time we're on yes. the road, JBJ's got COVID again, man. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> and Rob, you're back up. Yeah. Rob should not be going anywhere. Either. I know he shouldn't be going anywhere either. But not all these guys are gonna stay. Yeah, that's that's true. The we, issue. we we have a we have a, like a clog in the outfield now, especially because Arroyo is barreling like ten percent of his like the balls he's hitting, which he's is, also been very good for us. Which like Joey's cousin, like he's putting it together. Absolutely. Like he's been clutched. Yeah, well, when he had COVID, I gave him a call. I gave him some tips, told him what I was seeing out there, and he adjusted. So. Gave him some meals and slipped it under the like into the door when yep. he was far away. <laughs> through the yeah. through the doggy door. <laughs> through the doggy. Yeah, door, he actually right. stayed in my shed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. You got heat out there? No, nah. Just the fire of the it. Red Sox bats heating him up. Heat. It's the, the summer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. If he got cold, he could have just brought like he took a couple of JD's bats. Arroyo doesn't get cold. He stays hot. Yeah. He stays um, up. And the other thing, good thing about Arroyo kind of playing his spot himself into the lineup is that, I mean, he's he gives he's like a Brock Holt type of guy that can play multiple positions. Like, we can slide him into the infield when we need guys in the infield to get days off. Like, he can play the outfield. Um, Verdugo's getting hot, which is good. Like, we've really got – we've set ourselves up. Like, the problem that we're having of, like, oh, who do we send down is – Probably the best kind of problem you can have. Oh, absolutely. That's a problem that I'd take 10 out of 10 times. It's much better than, who do we call up to save this team? It's, who do we send down to keep ourselves hot? Yeah. And it's um, it's, it's interesting because, like, a lot of these young guys, like, I remember, like, when Bobby D and Chavis came up, like, initially, like, after a little while, pitchers kind of figured out how to pitch to them. It's 
it seems like they're still not like they still haven't figured out how to pitch to Duran and like. Rex I think Snyder. Duran's on the other side of that. I think he he came up and struggled, and now he started to get a. I think he got his confidence back. Well, they they haven't been. Throwing I think he him changed at, his approach. He definitely changed his approach too. I mean, he was one of the best hitters in the minors. Like, it was he the was Benintendi insane. situation last year. He bulked up and he tried to hit home runs. And he did in AAA, but he yeah. couldn't in the majors. He couldn't hit the high fastball. And this year, he's slimmed down a little they're, bit, and he is a much more conservative approach. No, you're right. That's a good not point. Throwing him a high high fastballs as much like that's uh, Red Sox stats on Twitter mentioned that. But like, I mean, if they're not going to do it, like that's fine. Like, I'm well, they're not they're probably not throwing them to him because he's proven that he can hit them now. No, you're right, Joe. He's playing to his strength. He's using his speed again. He's using his bat to ball skills. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he had he had more hits the other day than the Yankees did. All he needs to do is get on base because if Once you get Jaron Duran on base, you keep pitchers off balance because pitchers know he's gonna go at some. He point. is the fastest human alive. He has multiple triples and he's been up for like eleven games or something. <laughs> he was his first week with the team. He already led them in triples. Yeah, easily a triple for him is so easy. Well, it's and great. it's like. The thing that's impressed me a lot with him is just, like, he's not striking out that much. Uh, like, not as much as he was, at least. Yeah. Like, he's cutting down on, like, the the needless, like... He's not swinging as hard. He's not trying to hit home runs anymore, which is great. Well, and honestly, Ref Snyder's had a similar apl- approach that's been making him just as effective. I, I, from spring training, I noticed something about Ref Snyder. I absolutely love his swing because he's got an opposite field approach. He's always looking to go the other way, and he's he's just got a short, compact swing straight to the ball. And he's another guy. He doesn't try to hit home runs. He'll hit singles, some doubles, but he'll get on base and keep the He's line a role moving. player. Well, and you know what? Like, that's what this team needs. Like... Exactly. Part of, part of the reason that, like, you know, we've been scoring whatever, like, five and a half runs a game, whatever you said, Jason, yeah. like, we get on base. Like, earlier in the year, I don't know if you guys remember, like, the first few series, we were not taking any walks. We not could not pitches, get on base. It was bad. Know, chasing chasing counts early, trying to, like, get it, like, cha- taking, like, swinging at bad, like, pitches that were going to generate weak contact. And I think, you know, the biggest change, like, the biggest leader and, you know, kind of facilitator in changing that approach has been JD because JD just gets on base like nobody's business. Oh, my God. We were, like, l- second to last in the league in o- on base percentage. I remember reading that stat on the podcast. Guess what we are now in the One. league? We're three yeah. behind the Dodgers and the Mets. So we're the best in the AL for on base percentage. Better than the Yankees. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the well, guy, guys are drawing walks and playing to their strengths, right? The, like, The interesting thing has been this season. It went from not being able to get on base – when we were really struggling, we started off by not being able to get on base. And then our struggles continued when we started getting on base but lacked the timely hitting. And we just left guys on base all the time. And now we're starting to get that timely hitting because all nine guys in the lineup aren't trying to hit home runs. They're just trying to g- that, get it to the next guy. That's a good point because our, like even you know the guys that you would expect to be like kind of leading the team in homers like J.D. and Bogarts, they're still in single digits. Yeah, they don't need to. And, and, like, you know what? It's working. So, like, why would we change that, that like, mentality? You don't need nine guys to hit nine solo home runs. I would rather you keep traffic on the bases, put pitchers under pressure, and make them throw Make them throw strikes. Yeah, you got to make them throw strikes, and, you know, you take, what, you take what they give you. And if that's a borderline pitch that you shoot the other way for a single, so be it. Yeah, seriously, traffic on the bases. They lead the whole entire MLB in average and hits. And they are only behind the Yankees. It's on the broadcast right now. 
Wow, I'm locked That's in right cool. now. I'm reading these stats from the actual stats. That's um, cool. But yeah, they are behind the Yankees for second in the AL in runs. I bet they're really high in total bases too because when guys get on base, like, you know, I mean, obviously, like, you score a lot of runs, but I feel like we still strand, like, guys, guys a decent amount. We right? left a lot of guys on base last game or one of the games against Cleveland. Like, one, you know what else? Like, I think. I mean, I think Cora has really also made a big difference in this run, right? Oh, my gosh, of course. Because he shaved his beard. Well, he shaved his beard, <laughs> not just that, but also, like, early in the season, he was pulling pitchers so early. Yeah. And I he, think that was more because of an early season thing. I, I mean, Yeah, but, like, the fact that he's expressing the trust that he has in the starters must be going miles for them. Absolutely, you especially know. with Pavetta, who started with a 10 ERA. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a reason why he's our manager. He knows how to handle this this team, these players, and it is really showing. It's a big part of this win streak for sure. Um, this is a little bit more uh, less specific, but having a manager like Cora is something that I think reflects in when those guys come up from AAA and perform. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's a big, big part of it. When you step into a clubhouse with a certain type of culture, a certain type of rhythm to it, you are expected to meet that standard. Um, when you have something that's shaky or something with holes, it makes it difficult for guys to come in and feel like it's my turn to contribute. I think Core may breaks everything down, makes it very simple what they're there to do. He sets people up to succeed, and I, I think it shows. Well, and, I mean, he's he's yeah. a fantastic leader, and I also think you know, part of the the guys coming up and succeeding, you know, just like also stems from the rest of the leadership that we see on this team. The guys like JD and Bogarts, who are, you know since day one have been going out to like every post game press conference and being like, we need to be better. We need to be better. And we're better now when they still want to be better, which yeah. is like the, the, the best kind of mentality to have. If you're a, like a, a team that's on the rise. I think a big reason why ref Snyder, Duran and Winkowski have come up and played well is just because there's absolutely no pressure on them right now because yes. they, they came up to fill, to fill a hole for a week, you know, Winkowski originally came up for a spot start, and it's turned into really solidifying a spot in the rotation, in my opinion. Yep. Duran came up just to add some bench depth. He got one start, he made the most of it, and now he's in the lineup regularly. Yep. And the same with Ref Snyder. Like you were saying before the podcast that Ref Snyder uh, said in an interview that he's only up here until Kike comes back because he knows that's Kike's spot. But, <laughs> I mean, the way Ref Snyder's playing right now, he... You know, there. It's this is such a good problem for it. Us really to have. is like that's the best position for those kind of players to come up is when they come up thinking, all right, I'm just gonna have to fill a gap here. I'm just gonna be here for a couple days, a week, and then they earn themselves a longer stay in the majors. Versus, Franchi did it? Yeah, exactly. While. Versus like you call a player up, you're like, all right, dude, we need you to be our guy. I, we need yeah. you to carry this exactly. team. And that's it's, what we, then the pressure gets to. Him. That's what we did to uh, to Chavis. Yep. 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 Dahlbeck. A little bit to Dahlbeck. This yeah. year, yeah. And we could have done it to Cassis this year. And I'm so glad we didn't. And you know what? I we think, better not. <laughs> I think, you know, honestly, Plowecki has been kind of on the downswing yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. No. I mean, he's been getting Plowecki better. Had a nice he started really day. bad this season. Well, yeah. I, I just I think that Connor Wong is ready. I think next year he'll definitely be the backup. Plowecki is going to be gone. Yes, but Pulwaki's a huge clubhouse guy, and like true. the pitchers love him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The because the because the pitchers don't like Vasquez. They they've actually Winkowski said that he loves Christian Vasquez. He loves that. It's really just a volley, I think. 
Yeah, it is. Um, well, the big the thing with Vasquez is he really plays up and down with the team. When it's bad, he's playing terrible. That's and a good you point. It. But when they're when the team's playing good, he's playing good. Like he's and still he hitting been playing really well. Great. No, he's it still it still does tick me off a little bit about Vasquez for that exact reason. I do I'm think very he's not critical much, of Vasquez. He's not much of a as, as a former catcher, Joey. As former catchers, Joey <laughs> and I are very critical of B- body language wise and yes. energy wise. Still bothers me, and I think that it reflects in when the team's good. It's really easy to be good, and it's really easy to to. To run with that, but when the team's bad, that's what real leaders do, and well, that's your I body mean, language shows, and it's just no, absolutely. It's a little is, disappointing, but been, I don't want to be too critical. He's been on this, t- like he's been a part of this franchise for over ten years. He's been like in the majors since like 2013, 2014. He has no no reason to not be a leader and be yeah. leading with like good energy and positivity in that clubhouse. He's one of the veteran guys on this team, and but like, but the thing is, I bet he is. Um, straight up, I wouldn't. I bet he is. I bet he's loved in that clubhouse. They I definitely think that's love the way him. it goes. I just wish, um, like le- leader. I just wish it showed. You're the right team though about body language really and energy. Think no, you're right. Language and energy, and you can see it on the TV. Um, that stuff's on the field. Well, and I don't s- want to like put them as the same thing. Like on the field is the same as in the clubhouse. I'm sure he's a wonderful guy. I'm sure he's doing wonderful things, and the teammates love him. But it's it is tough sometimes. No, it is. And um, I think and, that's and people pick up on argument. That. Well, also, I think his stats right now speak for himself. I think you're right that he does play better when the team plays better and bad when the team plays bad. But right now he's batting 282 on the season, which is really good. He's batting 409 in his last seven, 324 in his last 30. And well, he's and, been and, getting some clutch hits, too. So. And, you know, obviously this is a nerd stat, but, like, OPS plus. Nerd stat, nerd stat. <laughs> um, he's above league average. He's playing better than league average. He's tied for fifth i believe in terms of wins above replacement you know he's he's playing like a above average major league player which is what we expected from him and like he started off this year terribly he's really rebounded in this hot streak and you know hopefully that he hopefully you know this is kind of like showing him that he can maintain something like this over a long period of time i mean i can't really think of another time when vasquez was this good over a 30 game span yeah because like he he has always been a very hot cold player yep and when he is cold, it's long. And when he's hot, it's short. Well, the thing with another thing with Vasquez is he's he's always been an incredible situational header, but like the he's so hot right now that in clutch situations, you know, you almost look at him as the guy that you want to have up as opposed to your big three. Um, I'm not saying that you would take Vasquez over them, but. It seems that every every time there's a runner on base, he'll move him over or he'll drive a guy in in a clutch spot. Yeah. And as someone who has really, like, destroyed Christian Vasquez on this podcast earlier this year, yeah, I want to give him some credit. Me too. Uh, <laughs> with, with the starting rotation because he's been calling games fantastically. Um, like he's really stepped it up, and that's just because they've they've turned it around. That's part of, you know, the whole he plays well when the team plays well thing, but the pitchers are loving him. The pitchers are comfortable with them. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that. Um, that's definitely why the rotation is like taking it up another notch. Like, like I said last week, uh, I'd like to apologize again to the Christian Vasquez cult. Um, I was so critical of him and he has really turned it around. So yeah, now I get why everyone really supports him heavily. Uh, yeah. Do we want to get to the questions before we talk about some other stuff? Can, can I yeah. give one Christian Vasquez stat? Before Hit us with the it. stat while Garrett gets his phone from across the room because he threw it. 
Oh, I see this um, this Instagram post. The Red Sox have gone 19-4 and in June, but have only picked up half a game on the Yankees. So I read the comments. Oh, boy, this should be fun. This Yanks team is, all caps, different. Um, the next one is sad Boston noises. The next what is one a sad Boston noise? This is weird. Come on! What That's probably it. What I don't know. Jeez! We went 19-4 and four in June and only picked up half a game on the Yankees. It doesn't matter, though. And the next one, the next comment is, we just different. And then... Mamma mia! <laughs> Um, Why are you framing an article that... Okay, never mind. All right, can we get some questions instead of clickbait-ass yeah. articles? GJ, questions! Hey! Oh, that's me. All right, here we go. Um, start off with a freaking heater. Um, not really. Good question. Um, we got a question from VivJog1. asks, "Could we real? who could we realistically get for Jeter Downs? Nobody, because Jeter Down sucks. Oh, we um, didn't even talk about. Let's Perry. wait. Let's talk about that real quick. Dude comes up for his major league debut. Three Ks, hat trick. See you later. Back to AAA. How many times did he make contact with a pitch? I think twice. Like twice. Twice. He and he's like, that was the best experience of my life. Off, and then you're gonna get hit out. next time, you loser. He, he, his first at bat was three pitches. <laughs> yeah. Three swinging strikes. Wasn't his? He no, took his like first two at bats were, were seven he, pitches total. He saw seven yeah, pitches total yeah, on his was. first yep. at bats. Um, I do not also envy Also, I have a Vasquez stat really him. quickly. Um, Vasquez is batting 742, or no, his OPS is 742 when runners are in scoring position, which is elite. So yeah. he is, like Joe yeah, said, he's a situational he's, he's, hitter. He's been very clutch. And you know who's not clutch or elite? Jeter Downs. Jeter Downs is bad. Did you, I've always said he's a bust. His teammate called him overrated. He is a bust, and yeah, I know it was literally one game. But still, he's a bust. Get well, him out he, of here. He, he didn't play well enough for his second game. No, he you did bet one ninety in the minors. And you bet one eighty again in the minors. You are garbage. Yeah, he is kind of trading Mookie bets for him. Yeah, but Alex Verdugo, he's been playing really good. Yeah, like really, really good. All right, next question. <laughs> cool. Uh, do this question because someone submitted it late, and I like it. No <laughs> late points. Why do the um did blah, 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 are <laughs> never mind just read the questions man <laughs> no they want to hear their names called that's why they're asking the questions I'm gonna do their names if they're pronounceable this one's not <laughs> why do the players not all wear the same belt cover cover oh and I blew it too why do the players not wear all the same belt color isn't that part of uniformity <laughs> they I feel don't like wear they definitely do wear the same wait colors. no. Uh, Vasquez used to wear like a really, really shiny red belt. I remember that one time because I made fun of him for it, like I always do. <laughs> um, I feel like you're supposed to wear the same you belt color. I feel like you're supposed to. Like I feel like even when I played baseball, they're like wear a black belt, wear they a maroon belt. In the NFL, yeah, yeah. How about how about you not submit a question and get these players fined? Yeah, don't point that out. Shh. If, it's, if it works, it works. Yeah, you're a bad person for asking that question. You should feel bad about it. <laughs> you should. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, do you think Kike should be inserted right back into the lineup when he returns? No. Not at the leadoff spot. I think he should do a little bit of rehab, to be honest. I think he should go to the minors for a little bit. No, when he returns. Well, well, when he returns. Meaning, when he oh, back to the um, yeah, I agree with Joey. Not in the leadoff spot. I think yeah. if you if you put him down at seven or eight, like I, I think it adds another dynamic I, to the lineup. So I, I like him as can second leadoff. I like him as second leadoff. Yeah, Hold on. Oh. <laughs> no. 
I like him in center field, though. So I think he should be immediately oh. back in center field, but not at leadoff. Oh, he has some of the best, like, reactions to, to like, fly balls. Yes. Yeah, his reactions are, like, I think uh, I think it would be great to put Duran in right field, at least at uh, Fenway. There's a lot of ground to cover there. Yeah, but I don't know about the arm. True. Um, Jared Carabas said the other day that uh, Kike's routes – and reaction time, like to fly balls matched with Jaron Duran's speed, you get Andrew Jones, who's like oh, the yeah, greatest be defensive center fielder of all time. Which, oh, <laughs> one nothing Blue Jays. Fire. Eight pitches um, in. Well, that makes me sad. Oh, all right. um, Don Sweeney got extended. Yeah, I don't want to talk Red about Red Sox. No, We're moving on. I don't want to talk uh, about it. Um, I miss you, Toy Krug. <laughs> The roster construction is shaping out to be wacky between Duran, Ref Schneider. Yeah, um, I think we touched on that a little bit, though. It is a good hey, problem to have. Hey, whatever works, works, though. But it is a little concerning. Some guys are going to get disappointedly sent down, and some guys are going to deserve to be up, and they'll have to go take a seat. It's going to stink. Um, but Honestly, also, you are going to be – it's silly to not bank on any injuries this whole season. True. And I think we're chilling. Yeah, honestly, more people could get injured. Um, I, but I think it's a fact of life. Um but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but so, also like you just gotta ride the hot hand. Like the the dudes absolutely. who have deserved the spots deserve the spots. Fair. All right. Um, Danny Jansen has more All Star votes than JD. Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about. How Sean stupid All Star voting like is. I've always hated All Star voting. The fact that JD isn't leading DH and Bo the fact that Bo well, Bichette is ahead of Xander Bogarts is a I crime. I was gonna say that. that's what that gets is me. a crime. Um, like DH is tough because Jordan Alvarez is the best hitter alive. But yeah. yeah, JD Martinez should absolutely be an All Star. But yeah, the, the fact that Bobuchet's above Bogarts is ridiculous. Bobuchet has not been that good. I saw a stat, like a tweet. Unfortunately, Bobuchet just hit an RBI double. Okay, but that's but a moment. He's not worse the than Bogarts in literally every category. I know he's worse than Bogarts every, in literally except for defense. But well, <coughs> no, he's worse in defense too. Is he? he is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a garbage defender. Bobuchet. He, it feels like, like a gold glover. Well, no, Xander's been playing very well defensively He's this year. He's not that bad. But Bo Bichette makes like two errors a game against the Red Sox. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, he's awful. Um, also, with all-star voting... Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., I believe, is fifth or sixth in yep. shortstop voting. He's not played a game this year. All-star voting is so yeah, stupid. Yeah, but they d it, it's not solely based off of that because of the uh, Royals. Remember when the whole starting lineup Oh, was I remember. In? I remember but that. But they... they uh, the uh, the this media the th media and like the players also get to vote so I know, it's this is giving me up. Andrew Wiggins start all star starter vibes well before he was before he ruined the Celtics in the NBA Finals Andrew it turns out that maybe the fans were right because Wiggins were. is cold I'm kind of a Wiggins guy now <laughs> Wiggins Wiggins of Andrew anyway next question yep. will Duran keep the starting center job over Kike I think we mentioned that I don't I, think, yeah, so. we just I don't think he that. will which is unfortunate no, I think he's like obviously he's played well but I think Ilan you know you gotta go Sharon. with the experience Elon yeah. Sharon 06 uh, two questions will Korea <laughs> will Duran keep the oh he's it's the same question. Um, <laughs> Dan Beecher asks potential trade targets who would you be willing to give up slash who's Jeter downs I'd love to give him up. Well, Good luck actually, with that, an interesting thing is now that Duran is kind of proving himself. Don't say now. trade Duran. I'm not saying it, but like he could, he could be a actually a valuable asset. 
I'm just I, saying. We could, honestly, we could trade Ref Snyder. No, he's a utility no, old no, guy. He no. can't really trade. Yeah, um, I Duran, I think, just has too much potential. I think it'd be a mistake to trade him. I, I think agree. He is, I'm he's just too I'm much just saying that now you have options. Um, there was someone I was thinking to trade who would be good. Wish I could remember. But I think, again, trade targets David Bednar. I've said it every week. He should be a trade target. Who? This is a significant thing. Ah, uh, Bobachet just, just got picked off. Yeah. See? He's up. bad. Bad. Who picked uh, him yeah. off? Who's what you got? What you got? Winkowski. What you got? Seabold. Oh, Seabold. On you all of you your dugout branding, why is the background bleachers and not a dugout? That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question, bro. Man, you're really exposing me with that question. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's too late now because he's a flag up There's here. Flag. Oh, it's way too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. It should be in the. In you know the what you box. should make it? You should know. make it the shattered dugout phone, courtesy of David Ortiz. So I used to do. <laughs> Welcome to, to the do... shattered dugout phone podcast. No, no. Everyone. like That should be the picture in the background. Oh, it should be the broken phone. So here's what happened I went to Fenway Park one time. With like, I forget what it was. I got, I did like batting practice on the field, so I was like on the field. I took a bunch of pictures, and all those pictures just became my base graphics. So like those seats, I took that picture. Nice. And then I like, I took a picture of the bullpen phones, and that was like my Q and A graphic for a while. I took a picture of the dugout, and I tried to make something of it. It just like, uh. I tried to rebrand my graphic to a dugout, and I just didn't put enough effort in. Sounds like you're backtracking. Sounds like you suck. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Uh, keep the criticism. Man, that was myself. a tough question. Was that from them or you? That was from them. That was from them? Yeah, someone actually noticed and probably thought about it a lot about how wow. pathetic you are. No, <laughs> that, was from, that was from me. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Um, Devon um, Breyer asks, will we see Fitzgerald in the majors this season? We would have. Had he not had he been vaccinated? Because they would have called him up for Toronto, but they called yeah. up Yolmer Sanchez. Yolmer. Mm. Was, he's good, too. He's good, too. But Gold Glove. <coughs> yes. In we, the in the majors. We Gold definitely glove. can see him sometime. Well, we, I feel we like could, we'll probably but, see him. But we yeah, have a bit of a log jam right now. Obviously, there's also still though, a lot of time left in the season. Also, though, love the dude, but he has kind of cooled down heavily. Really? Yeah. Ah, he has not been great. Darn. Dag nabbit. It happens. That's baseball. Well, actually, you know, we'll see. Happen. We'll see him in September. Uh, yeah, a little September call up. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, I hope so. He deserves it. Van Pinnell asks, "Is Hauk our closer?" Yes. Uh, U.S. only. Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> that includes what, um, Hawaii and Alaska. What? What is? Yes, because we play a lot of games in those states, it. Joey. Because he's we, not vaccinated, we so he can't go to Canada. Oh. All right. Cool. Yeah, so states. Yeah, no, that's what I states thought. Guy. But I didn't states guy. even really realize that. Um, cool. Uh, Jared Frace asks, do they keep Xander? <laughs> yeah, they do. Pass. Pass on the question? Pass, pass on the question. I don't want to answer Xander. that because I don't think they do. Yeah. I think they will. I think it's got a well, mistake not to. Look, you can't let Devers and Bogarts yeah, go. Think, think about it like it. this. The vibes are very high right now. Why doesn't Heim just, vibes. Yeah. you know? Slide Slip a check in his locker. Straight up, Haim Bloom has like an incredibly difficult year from this moment on. From reflecting on to last year, how we, we all talked on this podcast about how he didn't do enough for the trade deadline to whatever he has to do. Doesn't matter. Task. Huge one. Figure out how good you are this season and either push or stay back. 
plus those two guys in the off season, like my God, Heim, let's see it, man. Yeah, well, welcome to I Boston. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not to go too deep into it, but, you know, you're probably going to have to part ways with some fan favorites in the offseason, too, like Plowecki and Kike. Um, JD. You know, may, maybe JD, too. It it depends because JD has said that he wants to be here for the rest of his career, and that JD would really suck go to get overpaid by some crappy team, though. That's the thing. But that Yes, but I, I think that – JD would be someone who's willing to take a little less money to That's stay fair. in Boston well, because know, this is a good team we have right here, and this will be a good team for years to come. Like what happened in the beginning of the season, like they they've proven that it was an anomaly because they were really bad for 29 games, but they've been really good for 43 games. I have a very like harsh take. Even if we let Bogarts go or JD go, I think we'll be fine. Oh, for sure. Because we have some really good young guys coming up that can fill those roles. Yes. Casas can play in JD's spot. Marcelo Mayer. Yeah, shortstop of the future. Nick York. He's a middle infield guy. Yeah. Trevor Story moves over to short. No. Story can't play shortstop. I am a firm believer that Trevor Story is the second baseman for the rest of his career. I mean, he's really, really good there. So, I, I just don't think he's the arm strength to play shortstop anymore. Because that, that injury he had to his arm has taken yeah. a, a lot yeah. of zip off of his balls. Yep. <laughs> yep. You would laugh at that. I said that on purpose. Yeah, you said it with, like, enunciation. Mm-hmm. His balls. Yeah. Anyway. Man, if only we saw the Manscaped speaking, sponsorship. Speaking <laughs> of balls, um, do you think we have any chance of catching the Yankees? You have 16 games to play against them. I got a hot take. You can either take. go one way or another. Hot take. Eh, eh, hot take alert. Jason's got a hot take. I think the Yankees are going to go on a historic run down. They're going to lose like 12 straight games. They're just going to totally spiral and end up in not second place, but third place. They the haven't division. faced any adversity thus far. Like, like they really haven't. They, they've had it like... I want that on the tapes. I'm gonna be we, posting yeah. that in a couple right. months when that happens. I mean, like, yeah, I was staring right at the fairness, camera. In fairness, though, they haven't they haven't faced any adversity yet. It's gonna you happen. Know, you, there's going to once you get to the dog days of summer. That's when, that's when the good teams separate themselves. And I'm not saying that they're not a good team, but Aaron Judge is gonna get hurt. Ju- like Judge like Judge and Stanton are ticking time bombs. Like that's Judge, the thing. Judge can't stay this hot for this long. Uh. He no, probably Joey, can. He, can. he can't stay. He could definitely stay that hot. He just can't stay that healthy. Like as an animal. <coughs> he is very good at baseball. Like Aaron Judge is actually he's tall. He's a Yankee that I can tolerate because he's not obnoxious at all. His I don't fans think he are likes the Yankees. I don't think he does either. <laughs> that's why I like him. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I mean that's why we've said before that like I don't think he's gonna stay there. Yeah, future New York Met slash San Francisco Giant slash Boston Red Sox. Boston. Sock. Crazy. Yep. All right, last question. WJB underscore 18 asks, who is the comedian of the team? John Schreiber. I was going to say that. That's what Fitzy told us is it was John Schreiber. Um, I think um, – who do you think sneaky funny other than him? I mean, I think Kike is probably pretty funny. He's not sneaky funny, though. No, he's, he's very a- objectively funny. Who would be sneaky funny I on bet this De- team? De- well, Devers isn't sneaky funny either. Devers is just a goofy boy. Um, Trevor Story seems like a guy who throws in a couple one-liners here and there. 
Because he's a very intense yeah. guy, but he'll throw it. If, like Pedroia, kind of. You just like throw in a one liner. If, yeah. if yeah. Christian Arroyo is anything like his cousin Joey, <laughs> he's not funny at all. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a good thing that he is funny. I'm just kidding. Sneaky funny. Um, I don't know. I feel like. Franchi might. Fran- Franchi. Yeah. Well, yeah, because oh, Franchi goofball. started the whole. I still he don't started understand all that. the celebrations. He he started the wave, and now it's it it's become break the twig, and now it's break the twig unicorn. Yeah, so um, Franchi's the heart and soul of this I, team, is what I got from that. I bet Vasquez is funny. Mm, yeah, I feel like he's the kind of guy where he'd say a joke and then just no one like acknowledges it. But he'd laugh at his <laughs> yeah. own, he'd laugh at his own yeah, joke, and everybody else like would start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's all the questions. I guess my job is done. Sea Geek is the best team for out there for all sports concert shows and more. <coughs> this is gonna be rough. <coughs> They make buying tickets easy by grinding your ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal. And they provide a view from your seats you pay the first you see at any event. And plus, you can get $20 off your first purchase ticket by using the promo code DUGOUT. It's D-U-G-O-U-T. Dugout. Dugout. Don't go if you have COVID. Don't go where? I don't know. It's COVID. over. COVID's it was, it was not real. It's a struggle. Uh, one thing that I want to talk about before we close out the episode, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I saw it and thought it was very funny. Cal Quantrill trying to show up Raphael Devers. Yeah, that was funny. I that was from the. Can you, can you give a recap? I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Guardians pitcher, Cleveland. While we're in Cleveland, so he strikes out Raphael Devers literally in the first that, inning. That was from last year. This was this year. What he did it? Did he do it again? He screamed. I thought that he struck out Raphael no, Devers in the first yeah, I inning. I know that's from last year. He's, that was from this his year. Jersey says Indians. He said it last <coughs> year, and Devers stared him down the whole way. Is that what you're talking about? That was, I definitely think was this year. Hold on. I hate to burst your bubble. Oh, I thought man. this. Man, I've been bamboozled I, by the the 24-hour news cycle. I don't really know what that means, but. I thought he did it again. When I saw it, I thought he had done it again because I remember he struck out Devers last year and went nuts walking off the mound. And Devers just stared him down like, what That was last year? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I I know what happens in this story, and it is very funny. Well, let's take you on a ride in a time capsule. Oh, man. Oh, man, his jersey says Indians. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. Whatever. Whatever. We swept. It's still the Whatever. same story. I mean, Whatever. Devers didn't forget. Yeah. Happens, kid. He pumped that ball 450 to dead right field. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Cal Quantrill. We hit some You're bombs. a loser. We hit some bombs on Cleveland. Yep. Doogie. For doogies, yeah. All right, well, my point stands that I was going to say is that, you, dude, you're a guardian of the galaxy in Cleveland, and you're an irrelevant pitcher who is not even in the top three best pitchers on your pitching staff. Guardian of the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> you're irrelevant in the league. You're a very, very average player, and you try to show up one of the best players in the sport. Who are you? Who like That's just stupid. You're asking for it. That's facts. Yeah. And that's that. That is that. I want to say that. I wish I... Had a better understanding of time. <laughs> I mean, it'd help if I actually watched the games. Um, time is a thing that you put on the wall or wear it on your wrist. Oh, real quick, also, the Red Sox are insane when they're yellow. 
True. Yep. I Never lost. Don't like the Red year. Sox in yellow. Why? They the, have a color in the name. Garrett, what an old person take. It's about the city, Garrett. Why did they have to be yellow? Because B- Boston Marathon's yellow and blue. And that is you one of the most... You sound like you're 80 years old right now. That I've been watching this team for like, 80 years. They're the Red Sox, not the Yellow you're acti- Sox. You're acting like that was the only option they had. It just straight up wasn't. What, what color would they have picked? it's cool. It's supposed to be bold. It's an alternate it's cool. jersey. Okay, the, cool, the other cool jerseys that are like City Connect jerseys are the ones that are bold. Like you can be bold the without one, picking a color super that is cool. like the Giants one. Any, super cool. The Dodgers one sucks. Are they, they related to the colors of the team? The Giants like, are. Think about it. It's no, no. called the City Connect jersey. The it's Colorado, City. the Rockies one is Those white and green. Those are cool. They're um, very cool. It's a mountain. It's the, like the, the Diamondbacks plate. ones. Gold are very cool. Have not seen those. The jerseys like are cool. The jerseys are cool, but you have a color in the name of the yeah, team. Yeah, but okay, you but see, the white socks are eleven don't and two white. all time when wearing those jerseys. And that that, the Black Sox don't always year, wear black. Like, so if the Reds don't black wear Reds, don't have a color in their name. The Reds wore a blue jersey one time, <laughs> or a couple of years ago. They. They wore uh, what was it? Twenty nineteen. They wore all all of their previous uniforms. The Reds used to whack. wear blue full time. The in Phillies like the wore 40s. powder blue and maroon. Those are fire, and they are fire, and their colors are red and white. Maroon's close enough to red. No, it's not. All right, um, garbage yeah. take. Th- um, Love you, but it's a garbage take. Okay, that is a garbage. Sorry, take. Garrett. I think the jerseys look cool. I just you're Period. acting like. Just innocence. completely. The Blue Jays wear red. They're on there's Canada an option Day. That's basically the same. That thing. That is the same thing. You have a problem with that? There is a a world scenario where you design a cool jersey for the Boston Red Sox. You guys are just being like their jerseys are cool. They could be cool, but not like a color that's completely unrelated to red, white, and blue. The red, blue. Like Jays you're acting like cool. they're yellow or they don't exist. We, no, we, you could okay. just design Here's one that take. makes more sense. Here's my take. Ready? Ah. Outside of the, we need more alternates for the Sox, right? I'm I'm looking at Jason's hat right now and I'm feeling inspired. We should have like a green jersey. Well, we do. We do. It's just only in spring training. Yeah. Well, because like hear me out, right? Like Wally, the green monster. Boston is a primarily Irish town. Nah, 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 yeah. Oh, now it's okay. Yeah. They can wear green, but they yeah. can't wear yellow. <laughs> I'm not making the argument. I'm not Alex. I just think you could make design a dope ass jersey that isn't yellow. I just think that's possible. Wrong. Good night. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us this week. It's been a good episode. Socks are hot. We're gonna keep. I mean, maybe purple, it. my favorite color. And we'll see you next time on the In the Dugout podcast. Thank you. Bye.